Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, thanks for tuning into the podcast again. Tired of your business's healthcare costs unpredictably increasing every year? Healthcare costs are typically a business's second or third line item expense. And if you're like most employers, it's an expense that's growing faster than your revenue. Luckily for employers, Novetta Health has the solution. Novetta Health is a full-service healthcare consulting firm with proven strategies to lower your healthcare costs by up to 30% or more. They operate on a fee-for-service model and never mark up any of their medical or pharmaceutical claims. None of your employees have to leave their doctor or pharmacist either. Their health captive and pharmacy benefit manager are the most cost-effective and transparent solutions in the whole country. What they do is not magic, it's just honest. So if you're tired of overspending on health insurance and want to learn more, visit outcomesrocket.health save for a free spend analysis to see how you too could save by switching to Novetta Health. That's outcomesrocket.health save for your free spend analysis. Outcomesrocket.health save. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have the privilege of hosting John Bass. He's a founder and chief executive officer at Hashed Health, a healthcare blockchain innovation firm focused on building the new digital infrastructure for healthcare. John has over 20 years of experience in healthcare technology with expertise in shared operating systems that build trust, transparency, and incentives across health value chains. In 2015, John has been a leading voice in the development of the global healthcare blockchain market. At Hashed Health, John's team focuses on community development, enterprise services, and blockchain solutions development. John is an internationally recognized speaker on value-based care, blockchain, and decentralized health technology. Prior to that, John was CEO at InVivoLink, a care management startup which sold to HCA in 2015. His experience is broad, and I'm excited to dive into some of the things that he's accomplished, as well as some of his his ideas around blockchain, the implementation of it, understanding it, and inevitably what you could take out of it. So John, I just want to welcome you to the podcast. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thank you, Saul. I appreciate you having me on your show. Absolutely. Now, uh, tell me, what got you into healthcare? (laughs) Well, I actually was planning on going to medical school. um, Yeah, and I I was at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill and came back to Nashville and wanted to do a year at Vanderbilt Medical Center to kind of get to know the, what it was like to, to be in the field. And this was in the mid-90s. So I, it was kind of the, the whole dot-com thing was kicking off. And um, I got pulled into some interesting technical work mm-hmm. and research at Vanderbilt. And it just, the world of kind of the, the, the dot-com world kind of lit up my brain. And I was fortunate to join a, a startup back in the late 90s that was focused on creating one of the first B2B platforms in healthcare. So I chose that path and I've been kind of on the healthcare technology train ever since. Wow. So cool. Neat that, that uh, it took that wind and, uh, and you've stayed on it since. So, so you, you've been at it for a while, John, in various capacities ultimately technologies in your DNA. What do you think a hot topic that needs to be on health leaders agendas today? And how are you guys tackling it at Hashed Health? Well, I mean, I think the main thing that concerns me and a lot of people is just the, the cost of, of care in the US and the unsustainability of it. And we've kind of been trying to tackle that for a while. That's not a new topic, right? I mean, we're approaching 20% of GDP. And we've, I've been saying that for a while. And I know a lot of people, other people have as well. 
You know what's um, funny, John? I got a, it's my birthday recently and I got a gift from my brother and it was um, one of those New York Times puzzles where they, they give you the front page of the, of the New York Times on your birthday and smack dab in the middle, rising healthcare costs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, this is not a new thing, right? <laughs> not and at so, all. Sorry to interrupt you, but that came to mind. No, yeah, you're exactly right. And so it's like a car speeding towards a chasm. And in the US, we tend to only react when things become a crisis. And so I, there is a crisis coming at some point and more and more of these costs are being borne by patients and by employers and ultimately by Medicare and Medicaid. And at some point that has to stop. And, you know, I think a lot of the reasons for that are systemic in nature. And there's a, you know, it, depending on what value chain and healthcare you think about and which one you live in, whether it's medical records or the pharma value chain or the supply chains for med surge products or the claims life cycle, you know, you've got these trust and transparency and incentive alignment issues that drive tremendous administrative burden and drive a lot of the irrationality in how we buy and sell healthcare services and products. So what I and a lot of people I know think about a lot is how do we get from here, where we are today, to a more sustainable way of, of delivering care and, and wellness and keeping people well, right? That looks fundamentally different than the way things look today. And what is, and so you can imagine that, but then how do you plan a path from here to there? And so I think those are kind of the themes that kind of sit underneath all the things that we're doing at Hashed with this incredible new technology, blockchain and distributed ledger technologies that allow you to start to take a fresh look at the relationship between commerce and care and all of the underlying systems that help us deliver that to the public. So I think those are, those are some of the things that we think about here. No, super, super on point, John. And you're right. This can't go on forever. And so love that you guys are working on the solution. Maybe you could dive into some examples of how you and your team are working on it and some results you've created early on. Yeah. So I, mean, I think, you know, so we've been in the blockchain space for going on three years now. So we were the first to market. So we've, we've learned a lot. And you know, honestly, we've failed a lot. You know, we've tried things. And mm-hmm. over the years, we've worked with a lot of companies, a lot of different projects. And we've tried a lot of different protocols and technical solutions. And we've kind of tried different business models. And we've tried convening different networks. And so we've learned a lot about the technical and non-technical characteristics that blockchain and distributed ledger technologies can address today. And which ones are going to take us a while to address? So, you know, we've worked on everything from medical records on the blockchain to supply chain track and trace to master data management to payment channels to physician identity and patient identity. And we've done all of that work on a variety of different technical solutions, trying to build new innovative business models around those technical solutions. And we've, we've done a lot of that work with a lot of the world's leading organizations, pharma companies, insurance companies federal and state organizations, um, nonprofits, and and other technology vendors. So we like to consider ourselves fast learners, and and we like to try things and fail and learn from those experiences and try again. And so over the last several years, we've, we've learned about certain design patterns that we feel are emerging in the market today, where the technology checks all the boxes. We've got a reason for the technology. We've got a new business model that is born out of the use of the technology. And it's a business model that's much, much better than anything that exists today, we think. And we've got a bunch of healthcare enterprises that Mm -hmm. are signed up 
and saying, yes, I want to be a part of that collaborative or that solution coming to market. And a lot of times these are companies that are traditionally competitive with each other. And so it's really an interesting space. And more specifically, the two design patterns, the two products that we are really excited about in 2019 that are coming Mm -hmm. to life as we speak are ProCredX, which is a new business model around physician credentialing, and a product called SignalStream, which is all about kind of shared business process automation. So multi-party business process automation and multi-party kind of workflows and contract adjudication, which you you can think of in terms of things like value-based contracts for drugs or specialty pharma, a new reimbursement rail for things like CAR-T therapy and other expensive gene therapy and other types of um, specialty pharma assets, supply chain contracting, and other contract vehicles kind of that are new, but very complex, administratively burdensome, and don't currently scale very well. So those are a couple of the, of the specific use cases where we've tried it over the years, and we, now we've kind of figured it out. We've got yeah. the technical model down, we've got the business model down, and now we've got a bunch of companies who are excited to use these products. So those are all the boxes that we've checked, and we're now taking those things to market. Super interesting, John. Your aptitude to just get out there and try all things <laughs> impresses me. It's definitely not an easy task that you and your team took on. You guys have narrowed it down to some very specific use cases and business models. And so can you dive into one or two things that you guys have done within those use cases? Yeah, I mean, the you know, right now, these are things are still proving themselves. So there isn't a whole lot out there in the blockchain space that has a lot of data around it that says, here's the value delivered. Now, I think 2019 is the year where hashed ProCredit, SignalStream, it hashed, and then a couple other groups out there will start to really be able to show data that we have solved an old problem in a new way. Yeah. And we've been able to bring together a really important community of enterprises around that solution. Mm-hmm. So you notice that we're talking all about kind of B2B infrastructure here. We're not talking about things that touch the consumer. We're not talking about decentralization, which is kind of what a lot of people think of when they think of blockchain. These are mostly consortium blockchain solutions built on top of distributed ledger technologies that have some elements of privacy and confidentiality and centralization in order to optimize for the problems that need to be solved. So we're not solving for cryptocurrency problems. We're solving for value chain, trust, transparency, confidentiality, throughput, those types of things. So, you know, I think the most important... So what's happening in 2019 that's different from what's happened previously is that you're starting to see big-named organizations joining these products. And so, for example, for ProCredX, our credentialing platform, which really kind of looks like a data market for credentialing artifacts, verified credentialing artifacts, you've got WellCare and you've got Spectrum and you've got Texas Hospital Association, you've got HealthLink Dimensions, you've got Anthem's NGS, National Government Services, a bunch of really reputable big names that we're very proud to have as partners in our go-to-market strategy. And that list is growing all the time. So again, that project and other projects like it have a solution, have an innovative business model, and now have a growing list of brand name network business partners who are all saying, yeah, we're going to help change the world through this product and start doing things differently. 
And that's the beginning of this incremental change that I think is going to unfold over the next five or 10 years. And I think every year, as these business models and technical models mature, I think we're going to unlock more and more use cases. So these, these uh, companies that are coming together on these initial solutions, if successful, and I think many of them will be, will start to be able to iterate and add value and grow that network and tackle more and more things. So I think 2019 is a real tipping point in terms of the technology and its maturity and its ability to kind of solve these problems. Fascinating. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I mean, a world when you could use these technologies to take care of the the cumbersome, highly technical, complex items. And folks, one of the key things that John mentioned is is the fact that this isn't about decentralization. The common misconception is like the cryptocurrency, Bitcoin type thing. What John and his team are working on here is real world business problems. As he said, value chain, trust, confidentiality issues, contract execution, things of that sort. So the challenge for you is to think about this more broadly about how can blockchain help you with some of these items. Uh, If your curiosity is piqued, you'll definitely have to uh, check out their website, hashedhealth.com, to learn more about what they're up to. So definitely highly recommend you doing that. John, you said you guys went through a lot. You failed a lot. And so if you had to think of one thing, one, one setback that was like, wow, this was the setback that helped us get to where we are today, which one was that? Well, I think the, you know, the first use case that I think became kind of the low-hanging fruit in healthcare was Procredits with our um, credentialing solution. And uh-huh. the first version of that product was in 20, that we built was uh, in 2016. We demoed it at the 2017 HIMSS conference. We were, the, I think, the first healthcare blockchain demo out there. And it was around directories and it was kind of aimed at the payer community. And we built it on a very early version of a protocol called Fabric. And we, the business model wasn't very thoughtful and it just, it was a demonstration that just didn't go anywhere. But we learned a lot through that. We learned about what that specific protocol could and could and could not do. We learned a lot about working with certain technology vendors around that protocol. And we learned about, we learned, we got a lot of valuable feedback from the payer community around what they liked and didn't like about that product that we built. And so then we iterated again with the state of Illinois on an interstate medical licensure reciprocity project. And it was on a different protocol that was a little bit better. It was using a different, um, slightly different business model. And again, it has not been able to scale for a variety of reasons. And so we stepped back and said, here's what we like and here's what we didn't like. And then we landed on ProcredX, which is very specifically, we feel really good about the reason for the tech in terms of the provenance of the data. And we feel really good about this really innovative business model that number one allows you to solve the credentialing problem as a hospital. That's a huge revenue cycle issue for how long it takes to create uh, physicians to a point where they can treat patients and be paid for that treatment. But also one of the really cool things about it is that you can, as a hospital or health system or anyone who has these verified credentials, you can start to create value for your organization by offering those credentials to other parties. And, and it's non-confidential data, it's non-sensitive data, it's non-competitive data, and it, it's currently a cost center that's sitting idle in a database. And so by creating value for yourself and offering that information out to others, 
is a business model the world's never seen before that has the potential to add value in new ways to uh, health systems and others. And so it took us a while of iterating to get there. You can call it failures. You can call it just being good learners. But it took us uh, a year and a half to figure it out. And but at this point, we have launched Procredix. It's it's uh, it's a new company that we've kind of spun out of Hashtelf, and it is uh, it's really taking off quickly. So it's a, you know to me that's probably a series of learnings over the last few years that have led us to probably what I think is the first real good use case for the technology in healthcare. Super cool. Now, do you have any uh, examples of timelines, for instance, with Procredix and and the traditional route? Yeah, both both SignalStream and Procredix are both being piloted this year. So this is the year where those pilots are designed to... um, Get the data. To get the data and to prove the value and prove that we can solve these old problems in new ways. Man, and that's super exciting. Yeah, yeah. So that 2019 is, is a really big year for us and the healthcare community. And I think it's, um, it feels a lot like 2000 and 1999, 2000, 2001 and the dot-com stuff to me. It's all about bringing together networks around this new technology and convincing people that if you work together in a slightly new way, there's a lot of value on every side of the table. Super, super interesting, John. Appreciate you walking us through that. And we'll definitely have to stay in touch, um, you know, the beginning of 2020 to hear how everything went. I'd love that. (laughs) Me too. And I know the listeners will too. So uh, you've done a lot. You're sort of at this um, debut moment of the company and the companies that you've spun off from Hashed Health. What's one of your proudest uh, experiences that you've had to date? What I really am honored and humbled by is are the partners that we have. I mean, the companies that I've mentioned on this call and others, um, you know, we are at the kind of the forefront of this technology and, and healthcare and the conversations we have with these big pharma companies and federal and state organizations and technology vendors and health systems um, and insurance companies represent a possible kind of incremental solutions towards this really big, what I consider crisis in, in our country, and our society. And I just take a lot of pleasure and a lot of pride every day in, in being able to work with such amazing people, really, really smart, thoughtful people who are trying to do the right thing and trying to understand how we can use this technology to make the world of delivering care more sustainable. So I, you know, I, I just feel like that's a, an honor and um, I, I just can't tell you, I, I, love, I love what we're doing and I, I love the potential for the company. That's wonderful, John, and congratulations. It's a, it's a big accomplishment for sure. So I definitely want to acknowledge you for that. Thank you. So getting close to the end of the interview here, John, let's pretend you and I are building a short syllabus for the listeners, a summary on the best on blockchain and in healthcare. So I've got a couple questions for you, lightning round style. I'll ask and then you'll answer briefly. Okay. (laughs) And then we'll leave that with a favorite book you recommend to the listeners. You ready? Yeah. All right. What's the best way to improve health outcomes? Collaboration and value and yeah, I'd say collaboration and value-based care delivery. What's the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? Pretending like the convergence of these technologies, blockchain, IoT, machine learning, AI are not going to affect your business. How do you stay relevant as an organization despite constant change? Learn quickly and uh, socialize those learnings to the appropriate community. What's one area of focus that drives everything in your organization, John? 
I'd say that learning mindset is kind of uh, is a, the driver for our ability to be creative and thoughtful, and it's just having a lot of experienced people in, in the healthcare space that can um, apply those learnings and apply this new technology to these big problems uh, that we all face. And these next two are a little more on the personal note. What is your number one health habit? Oh man, for me, it's exercise. In my family, I think my family makes me healthier. My wife's my wife is definitely makes me a healthier person. Love it, man. That's awesome. And what is your number one success habit? I got rid of my TV. Ooh, you got rid of it? I, I try not to do any media. The business I'm in requires me to be creative and thoughtful. And so I try to avoid all distractions. I'm, I don't do Facebook. I don't do social media. I do some LinkedIn, but it's mm-hmm. all kind of business related. Yeah. yeah. Twitter is business related. Uh, so I try to focus on family and work and exercise. And, and so, uh, you know, I feel like distractions make me dream about things that aren't productive <laughs> and process information that doesn't help me accomplish my goals. I love it, man. I'd get rid of my TV, but my son likes his cartoons. So that's my, <laughs> that's my yeah. TV. Yeah, having three, th- having three girls, it's not easy to not have screens in the house, but I do have that. <laughs> that's good, man. No, good for you. Your focus is definitely evident in the progress you guys have made. What book would you recommend to the listeners? You know, the one I kind of go back to a lot is Platform Revolution. I think it was originally done in 2016. And it's just an amazing kind of book around kind of two-sided markets that are revolutionizing kind of a, a lot of different industries. And so I think Platform Revolution is, is probably the book I'd go back to more than anything else. Great recommendation. I just had some folks from Mayo on and, and uh, they recommended that one. Oh yeah? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good read. It's like, all right, both this week, I got to get on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Yeah, John, thanks for the recommendation. Listeners, for the entire transcript of today's talk with John Bass from Hashed Health, uh, you could go to outcomesrocket.health, search John Bass, B-A-S-S, or type in Hashed Health in the search bar. And this entire episode will come up with the full transcript and also the the shortened uh, syllabus that we've created for you. John, this has been awesome. I'd love if you could just leave us with the closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could get in touch with you or follow your work. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of resources out there to learn about the tech. You know, this market's still very much developing and the more people kind of learning about what it can and can't do for healthcare delivery, the more ideas and the faster we will get some of these great ideas into production. And so um, I'm just, you know, part of our goal at Hashed is to socialize this information and to, to get people thinking about it and get people participating in it and get people believing in it. And all of that will help us make it meaningful faster and hopefully uh, make healthcare delivery more sustainable. So uh, yeah, like you said, feel free to uh, reach out to us on our website or on Twitter at Hashed we're on LinkedIn. And uh, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, John. Thank you for carving out time for us. And you've definitely succeeded in, uh, in raising awareness on this topic, giving an understanding to the listeners about where it's at and where it's going. So big thanks to you for doing that for us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more. 